Hello, everybody, and welcome to Renee's podcast. Um, Thank you, everybody, for joining in today, and I appreciate you being here, as always. Um, I wanted to um, apologize, just kind of uh, being MIA for the last two months. Just so much has been going on, and, you know, it just, it is what it is. But, you know, I'm sure everybody can also um, kind of agree or relate that it's just been crazy. I mean, these last two years have been crazy. Isn't it feel like once like 2020 hit that it's been forever? Like to think that it's only been two years now and we're coming up, gosh, what this would be. So if we're almost in May, this would be about the time frame I think things started opening back up. I know I went back to work because I remember everything shut down mid-March, I believe, and everybody had the option of, like, opting out to go home, um, you know, if they were concerned about their health or well-being of anybody else, you know, with health issues. Um, but yeah, it was March that that happened, because I actually got sick right before March, like I've told you guys before in previous one episodes. Um, I was sick beforehand, so I was dealing with that, and then, like, literally while I was sick, a pandemic happened, <laughs> so, and I'm not laughing out of laughter, I'm laughing out of, like, oh, I cannot believe we all went through that, but anyway, um, moving on, um, just some good news that I'll go through real quick, um, since I'm always kind of talking about the bad news, but given I am the optimistic person that I say I am, um, I do try to find, oh, you hear this? I am yawning. I'm such a rude person. Again, oh, um, I am so tired. Um, Like a lot of GBSers out there could probably relate that we just have this like fatigue all the time that we try to fight through. Um, Anyway, so the good news is um, I am going back to school. Um, I'm, I would be, if you would have talked to me like a couple days ago or even a week ago, I would have been a little bit more excited, but, um, you know, just right now I'm kind of fighting. And this morning I've been fighting with, um, FAFSA and just trying to figure out my whole financial aid situation. And just like I said, like with the pandemic happening, it, it like if you say 2019 to me, that feels like it's 10 years ago. And so for them to, with my school, look at my 2019 taxes, I'm like, I just want to be like, you are looking at a whole different person. Like that isn't even a human, like legit. I mean, going, you know, with my diagnosis and everything with GBS, you know, made me a new t- different person, I should say. Um, but I'm like 2019, I was still making money, you know, like I was legit making enough to survive life, like both my husband and I. So it's just so like comedic to me that, is that the right word? Comedic? Comic? Com- com- yeah, whatever. Um, To me that they would even try to reference 2019 like give me a break unless the government's like we're gonna pretend that um we can only look at 2019 when things were normal because that's when the only time we can take more money from you or something because if we look at 2020 we're just gonna lose all types of money I don't know what they're thinking but anyway I have a counselor um at the school that 
is um, trying to fight this for me because I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm on disability. Well, fighting still to be on disability. Um, I don't have an income. I'm unemployed. And you're telling me like, you can't help me a little bit with FAFSA. And it's not even like, they're not like, trust me in 2019, we were not rich. Like I said, we were surviving. Um, but we just never thought it could get worse, you know? And it just like, I'm like, you cannot go by that. Like so much has changed. And like, you want people enrolled in your college. You want those numbers, you know? So Obviously, this enrollment counselor is going to push a lot more because I'm sure he makes some kind of commission off of it or something. But anyway, um, I am trying to get that all situated. Sorry, I'm drinking a lot of water. My mouth is very dry today. Um, so I'm going for um, my bachelor's right now in um, psychology and pre-counseling behavioral, behavioral. I should be able to say that, right? If that's what I'm going for as a degree. Um, behavioral, uh, psychology as well, because that is my passion. Um, it took me a while to get there. Um, but I just, I realized that if I, I want to make money one who doesn't, um, and I want to be able to do something that I love and I'm, I'm really like, I know that's obviously everybody's dream, but I, I feel like at this point in time and how I view things after being diagnosed and everything, um, I want to do something that helps people at least, you know, and if that's the way to go, sure. Maybe I'm not going to be that person that sits down next to you with a notepad taking notes and you're telling me about your life and what's wrong and your problems. But, you know, I, I just want to go that, that direction. I, I think, and I'd love any comments on this, you know, of people's views of what they're comfortable for. Um, when it comes to like therapy or counseling and stuff, because I've been in it for years. Um, and there's been times like for therapy where I just am like, I cannot believe, excuse me, that that psychologist, like it, it was actually worse the higher I got up in the rankings for people. So like therapists, I, I mean, I will say any counselor, like the title in the name counselor was not helpful. Like those were the ones that, and I'm sorry to say, and I know there are people out there that are respectful counselors, but anyone that I have experienced has been extremely unprofessional. Um, when it comes to the, uh, I guess the level of helpfulness or the level of effectiveness maybe is the way I want to word this. Um, I would say that therapy, like a therapist itself that, or that they degree themselves as a therapist, maybe, or a licensed therapist. Um, you can tell I still, I'm, I'm getting into the school, right? I don't know very much yet. Um, but I would say like the therapists were good. Um, when I got to the actual, like this person, this, um, they went by like a psychologist, or at least were registered as a psychologist, that was the worst. Um, that I felt like the smarter, if you want to say, the less book smarts, I guess. Um, like they haven't experienced enough um, worldly like living to understand how to deal with other people. And I don't mean any disrespect towards them. It's I, obviously they're in that career to try to help. 
but it wasn't helping me. So I guess like for me to go down this road is I want to know like ways to really understand people better and really figure out an effective way to help because I'm going through stuff like all of us are going through our own struggles in life and there there's always that wall that we as ourselves cannot figure out and it's hard and it's not an easy path but we always have like that one person that might have said something to us that we try to hold on to and it makes us feel a little bit of relief and I have experienced that from people and I think that it is experienced everybody's experienced it you know so I just want to leave that and, you know, get on to a little bit more of uh, GBS talk. But um, with that said, I just want somebody to really think about it and tell me, you know, if you are going through something right now and not saying necessarily you're talking somebody off a ledge, but you are trying to help somebody and you just want to figure out if, you know, they are, I'm trying to think of every way possible to word this. All right, I'm back up. Let's delete all of that. Delete, delete. Um, if you were somebody that needed to hear a therapist say to you um, something that would help and wouldn't shut you down. Like, I, I'm a person that certain things will shut me down, especially if I don't understand. And I'm going to give an example because I think then it, it'll clear it up, what I'm trying to say. So I, I spoke with somebody that explained, you know, I asked the same question to and that their approach. And this is somebody that has worked with a lot of children. Um, so anything to come with like child psychology, I would say this person is basically like top notch. Okay. Um, if you were sitting there and you were just like so upset and you just did not have anything positive to say, you were just super, you know, down on your, your luck, down in the dumps, you know, and you're about to wrap things up with your, um, therapist or counselor, whoever. And they say to you, what is good right now? How would you reply to that? And would it help you? Now I could go a million directions with this. And I'm not going to do that because I don't want to have you guys on for three hours, but I, what is good. Okay. Um, to say in a therapy session or what do we know is true? So if you're questioning that, because I did, um, true is like, what can we say is concrete? Okay, so if for me right now, what is true? Um, right now, what's true is I can take a sip of water. I um, am hydrated. Um, I am thankful that I have this water next to me. Um, I'm thankful to be even more. Some people like to use the word bougie. I'm trying to get on that train. I feel like it's time. Um, <laughs> so I really like core water. It's core, like your core, your stomach, your core, C-O-R-E. Um, I like it because it's very fresh. It's very soothing. Um, I know anybody out there 
that doesn't understand my water fascination. Um, I love fresh water. I can tell the differences between every type of water. And I know that's not true, but I'm going to say it like I'm so like pinky up when it comes to water. But um, I love core water. I've tried so many different ones. And guess what? That core water right there. So it makes me drink water. Like it makes me want to be hydrated because it just, it's so smooth. It tastes good. There's no salty taste. It doesn't make it like where I don't know how to explain it, but I feel more hydrated when I drink it. Look at that. I just went on a whole different tangent just talking about water of something simple as that. Crazy, right? So I don't know if this is going to help anybody, but that would help me because this would defer the conversation of somebody that is just spiraling out of control. And I like to use the world, the word, the world, the word spiraling. And I'll give my sister credit for that because she has used that before. And I like explaining, you know, a, a lot of stuff that I'm going through, I would say I've spiraled, um, at some points, um, I would say everybody has, and spiraling, it's just like you, you feel like you're in a blender and you know, you just don't know how to get out. So that's my, that is my interpretation and description, definition, whatever of spiraling in my head. Okay. Um, so yeah, I want to know if anybody else out there, um, how they feel about the term, what is good and, or what do you know is true? You can, um, comment on both of them, or if you don't like one, tell me, or you like one more than the other, tell me. Um, I'm just really interested in that because I really want to know if it is effective because on this time, and I'm sorry, going through GBS is a lot of, uh, mental, um, frustration. Um, I've, I've read a lot about depression. I've read a lot about just people that were in the stuff at works group, um, what they're going through. And I can just tell, I mean, through their, their messaging board and like what we, um, reply on back and forth to each other. There are people that will just like write almost a whole book. And I usually get, you know, especially like Facebook and social media, when people start going off on tangents, I'm like, Oh my gosh, just stop it. Like, you know, get over yourself this, I'm like, tell me your story, you know, and, and they're hurting. They want you to know, like, this is what I'm going through because there's not a lot of people out there that are going through it. And just like GBS, there's a lot of people that are going through something that is rare, like that we don't understand mentally. And I really hope that I can at least get to somebody or open a door to somebody when it comes to mental, um, disorders and just, I don't even like saying disorder, even though a lot of people like to, and I know a lot of in medical, they call it a mental disorder, but I I think it's almost like a a mental block. Like you, it's like, you're trying to be happy. Like your brain, your neurons are shooting and trying so hard in your head to be happy. And they don't know how that is what I would describe as depression. And I would love to hear comments on that as well. I'm only again, as I always say in my um, episodes, I'm only speaking from my own experience. Okay. So I'm not saying that this is a definition for anything, you know, it's just, that's my experience. So 
I really, you know, you're going to hear me talk a lot about what I'm, you know, dealing with with school and what I'm trying to learn because I really do want to like figure out how I can be effective towards people. You know, it would make my day if there were people that said I went to therapy and I saw, you know, um, Renee and she helped me out and she got me through my struggle. You know, you don't hear about that that often, you know, you don't, especially when it comes to, um, depression. You know, you don't hear about what was effective for people or like I never hear about reviews of people saying this doctor, you know, in psychology got me out of my depression. I don't hear that. I would love to be that person that can change that and break through. I don't know. You know, I'm not special. I'm not anything to write home about, but if I can do something, I'm I'm doing it. So anyway. Um, all right. So getting off of that and sorry to everybody (laughs) to go down that road with me, but, um, I wanted to get into the, um, and I actually posted this in the stuff that works as well. And I didn't get a lot of, um, feedback from it. And I think it's because I don't know how to work the website very well, but anyway, um, any of you out there that are part of the stuff that works, um, community, uh, or support group specifically for Gillian Barre syndrome. Let me know if you were able to see um, one my uh, post about uh, anything to do with like this podcast. I mean, I'm assuming if you're on here listening that you're more likely, um, you know, it worked. But I just want to know, like, also how effective that website has been for you as well. If it works well, I don't know. Anyway. Um, if you saw anything about the weight gain as well, like I put it up like a couple weeks ago, so I don't know if anybody would go that back that far, but anyway, nobody ever really commented on it. So I just assumed I screwed up. Um, well, I, I just want to know how, uh, like how it's affected people that have Gillian, uh, Bray syndrome, GBS, or people that have had Gillian Bray or they're like, you know, recovering from it. Um, if they had any issues when it came to weight and, um, that's the same as like weight gain, weight loss. Um, when I was first diagnosed and given, I really had to think about it because I thought like, oh, I was in the hospital and I lost all this weight. No, I was in the hospital until I realized how much weight I had lost. Um, and I really didn't feel like I did. Um, there was nothing about me that was like, wow, I'm so like skinny now. You know, I didn't feel like I lost a ton of weight, but I, I guess they said I did. And other people told me that I looked like I did. I don't see it. But, um, anyway, so I lost about like 20 pounds, I would say in a given like three months. So that was when I first got sick. Um, and I wasn't like really eating. That's probably when I had COVID as well. I lost weight because I mean, I would gag, I would literally be gagging at like four in the morning for 30 minutes and I wouldn't like puke, but I would gag. So I was afraid to eat because anything that I thought I would eat would end up just coming up because I was gagging or I was nauseous or whatever was going to hit me at that time. So I would say that contributed to some weight loss. Um, don't you think? And so after that, I remember, um, I came home and, you know, I, 
I, I was eating pretty good. Like I, I was, I was very fortunate. I had my, um, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law coming over, you know, I had one, per, one of them at least a day bringing me breakfast. You know, I could pick whatever I wanted. I was eating healthy. Um, I was hooked on vegetable, um, pasta and pesto for some reason. I haven't had that in a while, um, for a reason, which I'll get to, but, um, you know, I, that was like what I ate, you know, and whatever, you know, it's just what I went to. Um, I don't know if it's because I was like sick of hospital food, even though I really wasn't like when I was in the hospital, they would force like breakfast stuff on me. Um, and it was gross. That's why I say force. So I wouldn't really eat it. Like if they brought anything, it was usually apple juice and I would just like have apple juice and like maybe whatever small amount of something that I had to take for taking with pills. Um, you know, and then I would have, they had the best salads. Oh my gosh. You would never think a hospital would have a healthy salad. It was amazing. So I'd have that for lunch and I was happy. I was fine for the rest of the day. I didn't want to eat at night because I would get so like hyped up about, you know, getting the IVIG. So I thought like, I don't want to get, you know, nervous and have to go to the bathroom while I'm all hooked up. Like it it just so many things would run through my head that I like didn't want to eat and I wasn't hungry. So it was fine. Um, so Anyway, that's what contributed to my weight loss. And then going on all these other pills and stuff. And, you know, I was told that Cymbalta was supposed to have me lose weight. Um, actually, I wasn't told that. I read that. Um, so I was like, oh, great. I'm going to lose even more weight. You know, Cymbalta, they put me on just to deal with my um, anxiety and depression as well um, as Cymbalta. If some of you don't know, it does help you with uh, muscle relaxation which I don't know if I can contribute anything to Cymbalta right now. Um, because like when I was off it, cause there was a time that I didn't, I wasn't taking it. I think that they were, I think it was my neurologist was trying to figure out if it was working. Um, I didn't feel any different. I, I hope it's contributing to my depression. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anxiety wise, I would say, um, between that and having me on the diazepam, I am so worried that I'm going to have to have my dosage go up at some point just because of the reason of, um, you know, you get used to it or your body, you know, adapts to it and you need more. And I'm just like, please let's not go on this because I'm going to need something eventually. And I, I have felt like my anxiety coming through and it's scary. Um, like I'll give an example. Um, when I was taking a shower yesterday, um, I was just sitting, you know, I have my transfer chair and I was sitting there and the water was hitting me and all of a sudden the water became way too hot and I didn't know why, but I just felt like I started freaking out. You know, it was, and anybody that has struggled with anxiety and depression, Um, I just want you to know, like you probably can understand or relate to this. Um, just because, you know, it's like that moment you're like, I don't understand why this is bothering me, but it's bothering me and I need to get out. Like I've had it. I don't know why actually this is the second or third time it's occurred, I think in a shower and I'm not sure what it is, but, um, you know, I, I kind of like calm myself down, you know, I turned 
the the water down a little bit and just chilled out for a second because it was freaking me out and I don't know why. So I hope that I don't have to deal with Cymbalta going up. They already offered to do it with my sleep and I'm just like, are you like effing kidding me? My my sleep has nothing to do with Cymbalta. Cymbalta, Lyrica, all this this stuff that they're so concerned about and you know that I'm gonna have to go up in anyway it doesn't help you know it's like you need to have something specifically for sleep because if I'm taking melatonin and NyQuil and all this other stuff to make me go to sleep and that actually like does help and then doesn't help because your body again gets used to it I have to have specifically sleep so anyway um I would say after um probably Maybe not even December. I wasn't really too concerned about weight, but I think once I felt that first I wasn't sleeping well, I'm still not, um, that I knew that I needed to start pushing myself to get up and move around. And I wasn't in December. I don't really have a reason to why, but I just knew I was becoming a lot more fatigued, um, exhausted. I, I didn't want to do too much. And Um, I think it may have, I I don't know, maybe because it was the holidays or something. Um, and I just was depressed. Maybe I I know I was definitely down in the dumps because Christmas didn't feel the same. I tried, I felt like I was the one trying, I could be totally wrong to enjoy Christmas. And like everybody around me wasn't enjoying Christmas either. And I don't know, it's hard to explain and I, it could just be all in my head, but it it just, it got to the point where I was just like, you know, is it over yet? Like, let's not spend money. We have so much going on. I don't even care about Christmas because of everything that's going on with me, blah, blah, blah. But you know, I tried. So anyway, come January, I, I, you know, maybe, and this is going to be a confession guys, like confession. 101 right now. I would say I think I, and and I usually when I get depressed or um, like really where depressed where you just don't know and you're doing things and you don't know why. um, I've never had it where I would eat, like overeat. Um, I think this was the first time that it was happening and I did not realize it. So I usually go the opposite way and I um, would like under eat, you know, I would starve myself, but I I would never, I can't even say starve because I was never hungry, but, um, you know, I just would, I usually go that way. So, you know, now I was, I realized that I was eating like nothing during the day. I wasn't eating anything during the day, but at night is when I wake up. And it's so crazy because I read this on, somebody posted this on the Stuff That Works website. And it was just like reading her word for word. I'm like, this is like what I'm living. She's talking about the time she wakes up, how difficult it is to get up like at a certain time. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and then saying that she was up all night and that she couldn't go to sleep. And I, like, I was just like, I'm living, I'm living your life. Like, girl, we are, I don't know where you are, but we might as well be twins because I was, ex- I, I still am, but I'm fight. I'm fighting more of like, just making sure I don't go in the kitchen at night, but I was going in and I was eating 
cookies, um, gosh, I, I sugar cookies specifically, I was having like a big deal with, um, I was eating, um, like little Timbits, they call them their little donuts. Um, I just wanted anything sweet possible. And I will say probably didn't realize with everything going on in January, I was so excited. Like, I I think I told you guys, I was excited. I got a new neurologist. Um, and after everything just bombshelled less than a month later after seeing this guy, And I just felt completely hopeless and stupid, not even realizing that I did. And I did. Like, I felt like total shit. Like, I just felt like I am, like, cursed that I I get this, you know, rare disease and nobody wants to help me and I don't know what to do. Like, I'm being so upfront and honest with these doctors and I feel like I shouldn't. Like, I should stop and I should, like lie to them or you know and it's that's what hurts me because that is not who I am and I I didn't I don't like that like I don't like that feeling and I think that's what made me as you know my sister would say spiral I was like I hated myself I hated what I was seeing in the mirror and I felt like I was getting heavier and then I felt like, you know, my husband didn't want to look at me or, you know, and I didn't want to be seen by other people in public, you know, at that state. And I hated it. Like it was really bad. And it finally got to a point that I was like, you know what? I hate what I look like and who I am. What am I supposed to do? So March 17th, I go to the doctors, my primary doctor. Um, and you know, I'm seen and I, I was really embarrassed to ask because when it comes to weight, I don't like, like, I'll be honest, a lot of people don't even know that I'm getting to the point of this medication that I'm taking that hopefully if anybody's struggling with what I am can also, um, be able to have. So, um, anyway, going to my doctor on March 17th and it mainly just a checkup and, you know, results and stuff, um, from blood and, you know, urine tests and stuff. Well, I didn't go for my blood because I totally forgot with everything going on with my infusions. Um, I never went for a blood test before. So I just went to see her and we talked about medications and I mentioned, Hey, you know, I'm taking all this medication. Do you know if any of them cause weight gain as well? And she looked up without hesitation and said, Lyrica. And I'm like, great. So on top of like bad eating habits, not horrible, but bad, you know, for me at least, like I don't eat sweets. I don't eat cookies. I don't eat sugary things, but I was like, I want cookies. Um, Given I want to also, and I don't want to make excuses for what I was doing, but like I was on birth control for over 10 years and had to be taken off of it since the diagnosis because of um, blood clots and the concern with that because birth control can cause that. So with that, my hormones are just probably going absolutely insane right now. So that's uh, another thing on top of that. So now knowing that I take the Lyrica three times a day and that contributes to weight gain and what I was eating and being off birth control and I don't know what else to add to that list. Um, with that said, I was like, you know, what do I do? So she didn't offer anything with the weight thing. She just said kind of to, you know, eat healthier and blah, blah, blah. You know, the typical thing you hear from your doctor. Um, so I decided to take it among myself and 
kind of reach out to some people that I know in the medical field and a friend of mine, thankfully, um, I was able to, she kind of knew what I was going through. Um, and I told her about the weight gain and what I was going through and how frustrating it is. And oh, given that, I'm sorry, I'm talking about like, um, you know, just what was going on, but I would say the, the eating habits were end of January. Um, and then February, um, March, maybe a little bit, but not as much. Uh, March was really more when I started working out and um, taking care of my, I, I've been working out, but I mean, when I really like made sure I, I'm doing it every day um, and I wasn't seeing results. So that's kind of one of the other reasons I mentioned it to my doctor, because I was like, I am trying and I'm not like getting anywhere. Like I, I wasn't even losing a pound. So I don't want to give you guys the impression that like after a week, you know, I go to my doctor and I say, Hey what the heck, like, am I supposed to do because I'm not losing weight? Like, no, it wasn't like that at all. It was really, I was not even like moving a pound on the scale. So that's when I was concerned. And I thought, okay, before, you know, when I used to work out, yes, given I can't have the intense, like a run or something like that cardio. Um, but I do, I am moving more than I used to. So, um, I was recommended from my friend, um, that actually knew somebody going through something similar, um, to take a weight loss, um, drug that is actually, um, FDA approved and everything. So it's slowly getting out to the public. Um, and I say slowly, meaning like the public isn't aware of it yet. It's been around for a while, but um, I think they were just kind of trying to, you know, FDA, you got to get all this stuff approved before doctors can distribute it and pharmacies and all that. But it's called Wagovi. And Wagovi, it's W-E-G-O-V-Y. And Wagovi is a weight loss, um, or how do they call it? It's like a weight loss solution. Um it is something that is meant for people that are on medications that, um, contribute to weight gain. So, um, it's meant to kind of like counteract with that and also have you lose weight. It helps. So it really helps with like breaking down sugars and that kind of thing. So, um, I do recommend it for, see, I'm yawning again. It's so rude. Um, (laughs) that people that are struggling with that, um, because I am, Um, it, so far I'm on my second week, so I really don't have results for you guys. Um, I'm not weighing myself until May 1st, which is, oh my gosh, a couple days away to see if in the last two weeks I've had any progress. Um, honestly, just seeing that I lost a pound is going to be progress, um, from, or prog, oh my gosh, I can't talk, it's going to be progress from the last time that, um, you know, since I've started, so it's something. So I really just, I want to end that note and I'm sorry that I really didn't get to talk about the Wagovi. I can talk about it a little bit more in the next episode, just because I'm my, I'm really getting tired. I'm losing my voice. Um, but I really hope that this episode helps anybody out there. Um, I'm hoping if with mentally, Um, I can hear some questions from people, you know, about talking about disorders and whatnot. If you're going through something like that and you want to share, please share. 
Um, this is, trust me, we're very, I'm, I say we, um, I'm saying we as GBSers and we as anybody listening, um, we're very transparent. Like, you know, I, I don't have anything to hide from you guys and I don't want you to feel like you have anything to hide either while you're listening. You know, if you have a question, please speak up. Um, I mean, even if you have a comment and, or you think I said something that was incorrect or, you know, I misused a term please, I, I would love to be corrected. Like I, that's absolutely, um, something I definitely encourage to do. Um, so on that note, um, I thank you guys. I hope everybody is doing okay out there at least and, um, is enjoying their Friday and hopefully getting into a good weekend. Um, You know, it's so weird. I just want to share this if anybody feels the way I do. I actually don't like the weekends anymore um, because of the reason of weekends are when you get stuff done. So I always go in with that mental frame of like, I want to get so much done. And then come Sunday when I realize like I didn't get what I in my head used to want to get done on a weekend. And I don't, I get so mad. So it's, it's frustrating, but I'm sure other people can understand that. We all do. Everybody, even non-GBSers, you know, they understand what it's like to not get done what you wanted to get done. Um, But, you know, I hope you guys just, you know, take anything you can and make it as optimistic as you possibly, you know, mentally can. Um you know, we, we're trying and that's all that matters. Everybody is trying. Um, you know, and that's one thing I, like I said to you guys earlier, you know, going, you know, being able for my children to at least see that I, I guess had the legacy of getting a degree or whatever, um, and how, what that means to me. And I think it would mean to me degree or no degree of having, um, my, my life, my legacy, you know, given down to my children to say and let them know that I tried and that's all that mattered, you know? So I hope that everybody out there, um, you know, if you need to reach out to me just to talk, I would absolutely love that as well. Um, everybody take care, uh, stay warm. If you're in New York because we all know, you know, it's cold in New York still. Sorry guys. Um, and you know, enjoy, hug your little fur babies, hug your loved ones, hug your family, your friends, hug your brother, hug your sister, hug your mother, your aunt, your uncle, all of them, your distant third cousin, whoever you got to, that's going to make you feel like you are loved. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.